This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Andy, you look like you're mm. in a new environment, judging by your Zoom call. Where are you? I'm looking at my background at the moment. There's three coat hangers. Yeah. You think I don't own three coat hangers? I don't think you hang them on the wall underneath the TV. I think that's a hotel room. Jane, I own more than three coat hangers, if you can fathom it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm in Los, Los Angeles. I'm in okay. the mean streets of Los Angeles right now um, mm-hmm. for Summer Game Fest or possibly Games Fest. I haven't settled in my brain on what the actual name of the event is. But yeah, I'm out here to see some games. It is the E3 substitute that we do these days Mm -hmm. as sometime video game journalists. And Andy is there to cover it for Outside Xbox. Yeah, I'm here to do some video game stuff. Um, So yeah, I got in uh, yesterday, got about four hours sleep. So feeling pretty good right now. Going to talk some Oxventure. Got a giant coffee. And uh, it's kind of gloomy out there at the moment. We've got the June gloom going on here in Los Los Angeles. (laughs) Look at you, sounding like a native. And a real Angelino. That's that's me. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to the Oxventure D&D podcast hi it is a dungeons and dragons podcast that is a critical hit to your brain in which we listen to episodes of oxventure D, also available as videos at mm. youtube.com slash oxventure and then we talk about them i'm jane i play prudence the tiefling warlock and i'm andy i play corazon who is the rogue of the party today we're listening to cavern a bad day which we've all agreed is it's a good pun yeah. it's like having a bad day isn't it that's yeah. the one, and it is the penultimate episode of the current season, or actually, the season has fairly recently finished yeah. over at YouTube, but as far as this podcast is concerned, it is the penultimate episode of the current season, mm-hmm. also known as Extinction, because it's got dinosaurs in it. Yeah. But this episode hasn't actually got mm, much in the way of dinosaurs. There's no dinosaurs in this one. It's all about dungeons. Yeah, and it's a good old, a good old dungeon crawl. It's mm. like Indiana Jones and the um, Last Crusade, kind of. You know, trap rooms after trap rooms. How are you anyway, Andy, besides the large coffee in the hotel room being in LA? Yeah, good. I um, So it's a long flight from London to Los Angeles, about 10 and a half, right. 10 and a half hours, probably about 11, more than 11 with all the sort of sitting around on the ground and taxiing. Rate your flight and, out of 10. Uh, it's, it, I don't, it's impossible for a 10 hour flight to score anything above a five because it's so long <laughs> and boring. Um, okay. So a game came out for the Nintendo Switch recently, the most recent game in the Legend of Zelda series, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. 
is sort of a very exciting game that all anyone's been talking about. Luke and Ellen have been playing a lot of it over on Outside Extra. Uh, and I got Tears of the Kingdom and I was like, no, no, I've got I've got a huge flight coming up. I'll save it for then and then I'll be able to just sort of play Tears of the Kingdom, the whole thing. And having not played my Switch for a while, because there's been nothing out on it, I forgot that the Switch has a battery life of about 25 minutes. Ah. So... <laughs> It's not that oh, bad, no. but I played I played like two hours of Tears of the Kingdom. I was really getting into it, and then it just died. And I was like, great. Do you not have a charging port in your seat? Yeah, but it's something? not. I mean, those plain charge, they can't power a, a switch. No, they can't right, draw enough right. power to to okay. charge a switch. Um, oh, no, your plans. Yeah. there's a. have had a BA flight recently that had a really good USB-C charger in it that was able to charge my Steam Deck, but this was a different airline, and it was... Yeah was no good so yeah i was like oh good so now i've just got to sit here for eight hours um luckily <laughs> no backup well then i was like okay my second backup is that i've downloaded the entire new series of tim robinson's i think you should leave sketch show on netflix i was like brilliant got all of that six episodes and then i looked at them they're all like 14 minutes long and i was like no, no. tim tim why why i mean quality over quantity tim great but i'm on a 10-hour flight here tim so i watched the entire series in about an hour and 20 minutes and i'm like oh. okay no luckily in clutch came in timothy oliphant and i watched six episodes of justified in a row <laughs> nice. so it was all good very nice yeah okay so one Tim lets you down and the other Tim... The other in swoops, Timothy Oliphant. Raises you up. Yeah. With his cowboy hat, swings me up onto the back of a white <laughs> pony. And we gallop off to not being bored town together. Nice one, Timothy. No, it was, uh, it was, it was fine. I'll give, awesome. give it a five out of ten. How have okay, you been, uh, Jane? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? We were in the studio yesterday, so that was a long a long shoot. Day. Oh, yeah. You, um, were, you were playing with a Game Boy camera, weren't you? I did. I ordered a Game Boy camera off of ebay and i borrowed ellen's game boy because i actually somehow don't have a working game boy anymore and the person who sold me this game boy camera had not deleted their as far as i can tell like 20 year old plus photos from this game boy camera were they were they embarrassing salacious what kind of photos are we talking Mm, some of them are so like (laughs) heartwarmingly sorry who's using who's using a game boy camera to take salacious photos i mean it's all you had at the time i suppose camera phone yeah it might have been your first and only digital camera you had to take your you had to take your nude selfies yeah you're like what's up send me your game boy nudes 112 by 128 (laughs) pixels of sheer nudity no there were no nude photos on them but there were some heartwarmingly nostalgic photos of people with era appropriate haircuts okay big emo having a lovely time like friends having just the nicest time together and i'm like who are these people and how can i join them in the year 2001 or whatever whatever it was what would you have done if you'd like loaded it up and there were sort of series of sequential photos of like a murder or something? There wasn't a murder on there per se, but also in addition to the heartwarmingly nostalgic photos, there were some pretty creepy photos. Okay. And I think it might just be my brain over processing what is a grayscale photo with no more than like a thousand pixels in it. But one of them is just like a kind of darkened eye socket, you know, quite sinister. Sure. One of them appears to be a woman screaming. Okay. Is she having a good time? Is she about to be murdered? I can't tell because there's only a thousand pixels. And okay. then I sent I think I sent I sent you one actually of, yeah. of just a series of figures. And now to me, this Rorschach pixel based test is it's like someone looking out of a grave okay. at a number of like Grim Reaper style figures who are like looking down on them. Um, okay, well, let me have a look at this picture. Have a look at it. I should stop sending you creepy photos with no yeah, context. Yeah, with no context whatsoever. It's yeah. mostly darkness, but there's just enough detail to make me think 
Oh yeah, it's a series of nightmare hooded figures gathered around a gravesite. You're gonna have to post this for people to look at on Instagram yeah, or something. Yeah, we'll have to put it on Instagram. Yeah, because otherwise, there's this is terrible podcasting. Well, then I can share the curse with everyone else. Because yeah, that's true. They, you know, I'm dead in seven days. It does look a bit. It looks. I tell you what, it looks like. It looks like a Batman what? Arkham game over screen with them all sort of crowding around and looking down at you. And yeah, like, there you go. And like, shouldn't you come to Arkham City, Bats? We, I'm the Penguin, or whatever. Andy, you're such a good podcaster. You make a really good point that me describing... Um, <laughs> describing a photograph. Game Boy <laughs> camera photos yeah. is not ideal for the medium. So I'm going to move on now. But yeah, I had a very nice time. The one thing I will say Boy. is you didn't take a photo of yourself on it, I hope, because... Of course I did. Of course oh. I did. I was going to post it on Instagram. Oh, later. Jane. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and then, oh no! I don't even have the Game Boy camera anymore because I gave it to Ellen. Well, that, so, oh no, that's good because you've passed on the curse now to Ellen. Yeah, she took it. She took it willingly. Okay, so, so that's okay. It's now hers. Now it's yeah. Ellen that is a uh, girl is going to crawl out of her Game Boy in a week's time. Well, we don't know the rules really, do we? So, also, have you seen a Game Boy screen? It's tiny. The kind of girl that could crawl out of a Game Boy screen is going to be no threat. Yeah, to you. you could just pick her up and kick her into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Problem solved. Yeah. So that's been my week in retro gaming adventures. Mm. Would you like to listen to some Dungeons and Dragons now? I would love to, yeah. The uh, excellently titled Cavern a Bad Day. ominous clanking coming from the next room. Mm. So ominous. Mm. I vote not to investigate it. What's your What's your alternative? Plan? Cover my ears and walk in. Yeah, well, just live here now. Live in here this, in the blade the blade room. In the yeah. small gap between the blade room and the chamber. <laughs> <Yeah. room. laughs> the antechamber. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, well. we're all kind of pressed up quite close to each other. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, a penitent soul. As long as I have my my deity's favour. I need for. <laughs> okay, what about the toilet? And I fall asleep. I fall asleep against the wall. As long as I have my deity's favour, I have no need of a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's begin our new life here in the corridor between dungeon chambers. Yeah. <laughs> right, I I start to make it nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a few pot yeah. plants. Yeah, Prudence, could you just like blast me into another realm or something? Just oh, I could send someone change. to another dimension, but only for a minute. Wait, yeah. wait, what? wait. Yes. Why don't we go into another dimension? Right. Walk forward for a minute. Ah, uh, it's not how dimensions work, I'm afraid. Oh. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how this dimensional spell works anyway. Okay. Can um, I can I investigate with my ears the sound of the ominous <laughs> clanking? Mm-hmm. Yes, you absolutely <laughs> I mean investigate with my ears. Okay. <laughs> Will I rub yes. your ears on it? <laughs> Shake me, make me a wrestling perception check. Can I, can I also do that? Yes, yeah, so you'll have to be over the sound ears. of me grinding a kitchen island out of. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting with the kitchen island. Yeah. Yeah. The most important part. The most important yeah. part of the house. Right. Yeah. You're going to have a breakfast bar around there. Uh, <laughs> what's the perception you said? That's a 19. All oh, right. 15. Um, 15. Um, Marilyn, this sounds like clankity clank, clank. Clank, clank machinery. It's a bit clanky. Uh, Prudence, you're able to pick out the sound of several different machines, mm. um, all working in tandem. Um, so you can hear sort of like off in the distance, kind of like <laughs> noises. But then it seems like every now and then one of these machines will kind of like come to a central oh. point 
and then there's like a clang, clang, clang okay. uh, noise, as if they're all busy on one thing. Okay, there's clanging and banging and scuttling. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there's a multitude of mechanical devices. What was yeah. in this room last time, Coruscant? Sword robots. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm getting sword, <laughs> sword robots. Now that, now, yeah. Oh yeah, now, now that I'm here. I was wondering when you were going to ask. But, yeah, it's sword robots. I was having fun uh, yeah. listening to everybody guess. Yeah, oh. Oh, okay. but yeah, it's these. Um, they're sort of. They've got lots of swords and they've got little clicky clicky oh. legs. Okay. And uh, you can hit him with swords all you want. It doesn't do anything. Oh. Well, if they've got swords, we need. Shield. Kitchen island. Oh, kitchen shield. Island. Yes. <laughs> this kitchen island I've carved. This, this slab <laughs> of granite. This slab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I chop the kitchen island? Can I break it off and form it into the like kitchen a- island? <laughs> Is this canon now? A kitchen island. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> everyone stand behind it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We just rush the room. That was going to be our kitchen. Now we don't need a kitchen. Because we're going to die by <laughs> Fine. Let's die well, by sword robot. Yeah, we need cutlery. They've got lots of knives. Fine. There you go. I'll take their swords. <laughs> okay. I mean Is there a door? Is there a doorway? How do it's we just a, yeah, it's just like a doorway. This is sort of like a little corridor. Okay. This is not not even a door. A whole corridor. How did you get past these sword robots last time? Kitchen Island, I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> well, um the the good thing was that they got so uh, sort of <laughs> caught up, up in, <laughs> they got so caught up in like just wailing on leather armor Theodore, <laughs> who had leather armor at so, first. Yeah, <laughs> so he was doing all right. That we sort of just ran. But yeah. I mean, okay, so we need to combine to leather well. armor Theodore. Yeah, to get wailed on. Well, or, or I don't know. We could try something else. We were just hitting it with swords, so I don't know. Didn't oh. seem to do much of anything really. Panniers is immortal, so maybe Panniers could just absorb some. It was doing nothing. It was like it was, I don't know, just uh, didn't even care about our normal, mundane weapons. Mm. Mm. Sounds like a job for magic. Yeah. I don't think we should allow Panniers to sustain any lethal level injuries. No. If the curse is lifted, then he'll succumb to his injuries. All his blood will pour out of his mortifying wound. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, good point. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, All right. Are these are these sword robots? Are they magically animated, or are they mechanical through and through? Didn't really get close enough to find out. They were sort of like spherical with, like, spherical. yeah, metal. Oh. Like actually, quite similar to this. Oh. Um, but oh. with legs and swords. Oh, okay. So, so better. Mm. Um, can we get eyes on these sword robots without those eyes being sworded? Use your eyeball on a stick. Yes. Oh. Use your big selfie stick. Eyeball on a stick. Okay. All right. Yeah, but right. she needs a mountain well, spell slots for days, you people. <laughs> Not made of spell slots. <laughs> a warlock. Um, yeah, all right. I use clairvoyance into the next room, past the doorway, to get a better look at the, the sword robots. Okie dokie. Um, so, <clears throat> basically, you've got one sword robot in the middle, uh, and... It sort of it seems to be being assembled by other robots that have swords, but only briefly, so they can stick another sword on the sword robot. Huh. Um, they seem to be kind of. You notice that like they're working quite swiftly to be like clang 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 clang, and there's sort of one one particular robot with sort of like a lens, almost like an ocular lens. It keeps like glancing down and glancing back up and glancing down and glancing back up at the doorway to see if anyone's coming through. It seems like they are hastily assembling this robot because oh. they know you're here now. Oh! Mm. oh. What are the little things For that us? are assembling the big 
sword robot, what do they look like? They look like sort of crane arms, like you get on like car assembly lines. Hmm. Are they kind of rooted to the, the, the rooted into the yeah. ground? Yep. Okay. Okay. So we probably can't disguise one of us as one of them and say, so th "Hey, I'm the new robot here." <laughs> it's my first day. <laughs> yeah, it's my first day. He's the shift down manager. HQ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I've had so two good ideas. So. Are they constructing just one giant sword robot then? Uh, yeah. Okay, but there are other potentially lethal smaller sword robots that are also construction sort yep. of devices. Yep, yep, yep. Do they appear to be working from like a plan or is it is it all up here in the little sword robot brains? Seems to be up up there in the sword robot brains. Mm. Okay. So they're kind of just working. Them. Like they, they, they seem to just be a fully automated process. Just an assembly line that's when when yes. sort of set off, just assembled one of the sword okay. robots. I, mean, I was hoping they... we could reprogram them to make us like a milkshake machine or something. Hack, yeah, hack them. I love it. <laughs> What's that? Just... We tried hacking them last time. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah. I wasted away for hours. Okay. My best sword. Well, we've got plan A. Let me rephrase. Is... Prudence, maybe you could overwhelm their magic with your own uh, sort of uh, eldritch yeah, spells yeah. of magic. Yeah, and my cyber of... magic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your net running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, assembly lines, door. assembly lines are so specialised, like, surely we just have to disable one of the arms mm. and then the, the sword robots will come out well, all wrong. Mm. Like, well, no, they're just trying to build one big... And or whatever, like yeah. Scary built most of it robot. already. There's something to be said for rushing in blindly here because... Go on. It's, it's assembling a big robot right now. Yes. The it's longer we start deliberating, it's <laughs> getting more and more assembled. Okay, yeah. so plan A... It's my first day. Hello, I'm the new sword robot. Yeah. <laughs> B, hack the sword robot so they're working to a different um, schematic. Yeah. Plan C, rush in blindly right now. Yeah. Get with Kitchen Island. <laughs> with Kitchen Island. Might it buy us a bit of time to shoot at the at the little lensy robot first? Yeah. Well, that's the sensor robot. Oh, yeah, there's a little lensy robot, a little, yeah. like, looking at the door robot, keeping an eye out for us. Yeah, if, we, if that one's not alarmed or They won't know off, we're in there. If that's the only lookout, this is correct. Well, I assume though that if it gets shot, maybe someone's arrived. <laughs> Does anyone want say... to be invisible? How about this? Someone mm. could be invisible. Mm -hmm. Sneak in. Yeah, just walk right up, waltz right past that robot. Yeah. Walk, uh, basically, just walk up to the big sword robot, yeah. walk behind it, find some exposed gears or something, yeah. and just like, I don't know, pour a load of grease in. I don't know. Anyone could be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Anyone could, could be pour any a load of grease. Any, <laughs> any one of us, you know, pour a load of grease into the, into the yeah. works, you know. Wouldn't sugar grease in the be gas good tank. for it? Uh, mechanical. Oh yeah, it would run so smooth. Whatever you're going to do, you better think of it quick because all right, let me take yeah. Make, okay, make <gasps> okay. me invisible. I'll go around the back. And see okay. okay, I cast, okay. Invis I cast invisibility on Corazon, which involves me placing my whole hand over the front of his face. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> sure it doesn't. <laughs> it takes it takes four minutes to cast. Does it? And I have to palpate. No. Oh, <laughs> the whole time. It does the way I do it. He sort of gradually opacities down. <laughs> the Photoshop slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, what's the plan, Corazon? Uh, well, at, using my legendary stealth skills, mm -hmm. I'm going to sneak in, see if I can get around the back of the thing, and see if there's any panels, like or wires, I can yep. unhook. Wasn't able to do this last time. Obviously, couldn't turn invisible. You weren't. No. Yeah. So this thing, like basically, the body of this thing is spherical and it's mm -hmm. got spikes on it, not unlike a conker, but you know, when mm -hmm. it's still in the casing on the, on the chestnut tree, um, and then it's got like what did you from us? Got about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of these sword limbs, but it's only got like eight of them on at the minute. Um, okay. So there's kind of like 
if you imagine the the this circle here, there's sort of just like a patch on the very top uh, that has yet to be put on. So yeah, there's the top of this thing is open. Okay. Mm. Are there sort of important looking wires in there? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, all all wires in a robot look important. All right. I just like to jam a sword in there and just whisk it around. Just whisk it around. All yeah. right. Sure. Yeah. See what that does. Uh, yeah. Make me uh, make me an attack. You can have advantage on this. Can you remain um, invisible while attacking? How does invisibility work? Great no question. Great question. Let's find out. Should have explained this to Corazon <laughs> during the four minutes it took to cast. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. A creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible. That's lucky, as long as yeah. it's on the target's person. Mm. That's all it says. The spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm just jamming a sword in. That's not. But a that's spell. an attack. That's an attack. What, what yeah. spell are you it's reading? It's not really an attack. It's more of a finesse. Huh? Are you reading greater invisibility? Oh, no, I'm reading invisibility. Well, greater invisibility <gasps> doesn't <gasps> have that. Uh, yes. Doesn't have that caveat. That's at least why in the description greater. I'm reading. I can't believe you do this. All right, well. Just concentration. You've got to do this within a minute. You've got a minute. I'm doing well, it now. I'm the one concentrating. I'm doing it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I am not 20. distracted. <laughs> <laughs> it's conversation yes, yes, over. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which is great. Problem solved. Because as intimated, this thing uh, has resistance to any bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damage from non-magical attacks. Mm. But of course, with a d20, uh, you can you can double double your damage. So okay. roll, does, roll does your Corazon, are you using your fancy sword or? Yeah, I'm using. Oh, fancy that's a point. Sword. Oh, yeah, your sword is magical. Yeah. Does that make all of the damage it does magic? Because it can cast fireball. I cast fireball. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Um, so yeah, roll me, please roll me your sneak attack damage and okay. your rapier damage, and then the damage for a third level fireball spell. Huh. And then we'll double all that. Hey. Nine, 19 okay. uh, for the sneak attack. I'm going to say this thing is going to auto fail because it's inside. It, the point is within it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's uh, 11, 18. What is it? 36 points of fireball damage. Pretty good. Okay. So if we double that for the nat 20, that's 110 points of damage. Hey. <laughs> it kind of like, you know like in cartoons where uh, the, sorry, you know like in um, in um, tapestries, in, mm. in scrolls, yeah. Yeah. where um, the, a hapless creature will swallow an explosive. Mm. Yes. And then it kind of, kind of goes like, yeah, yeah. that's my favourite thing in the Bayo tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> there's, the, there's a horse the size of a building and a man who's just like, because <laughs> he's eating an explosive. Um, that basically happens to this thing. Mm. And all of the, the arms kind of go like, <laughs> and they kind of are just there, like, cocking their heads to be like, what? Mm. Uh, they're not sure how to proceed. Like, mm. they're not, they're, they just assemble. They don't know, like, one of them comes in with the little lid and it's just like, <laughs> uh, and it won't go on. Um, I will say let's roll for initiative. Okay. This thing is very badly hurt, but... <laughs> Anyone want to walk in and kill Steel? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 20! 18. Twenty for Prudence, pew, pew, pew. 17 for pew, 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 pew. Egbert. Uh, was that 18 for Corazon? Mm -hmm. For the robot as well. Robot. Meryl went up. 16. 
eight for Merylwyn. Don't worry, Merylwyn, I'll be dead by the time we've been <laughs> It's a 20 for Hammerdahl. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Kill yes, stealing yes, Hammerdahl. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, for what it's worth, oh, bloody hell, that's a 19 for uh, Panniers. I'm too busy worrying about them. Uh, and then they're just like, George, <laughs> <laughs> you rolled an eight. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It'll, it'll, it'll be okay. Uh, you'll be able to protect them at the top of the next round. Cool. That's the yeah, exactly. Thing. Yes. Prudence, you're up first. So is the, the main robot, mm-hmm. is it incapacitated? No. Is it dead? No. Nope. It's just hurt. Oh, it's just hurt. Yeah, it's how, how And how complete is it as well? Is it still yeah. 80% complete? Or missing is it? its lid. Is that the only thing it's missing? Yeah. Okay, well, um, I would like to spider climb myself up onto a wall if I can and Eldritch blast it through the yes. lidless head. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make me that make me that attack roll, okay. please. All right. The, the armor class on this thing is 18. Ooh. So it's, yeah. But does this armor class even count when it doesn't have a, when it's got a massive hole in its head? Okay, I will lower it to 15. It's like All it doesn't right. have a shield. Okay, well, that's a 20. That's a hit. Yay! Roll me some damage, please. All right. Well, obviously it's a twin-pronged Eldritch Blast, and I'm going to roll and add my charisma modifier. I hate to be that person, but could you do a roll for the second blast, please? Oh, of course you do. Oh, yeah, because one can hit and one can miss. Mm. All right. Well, the other one is a miss, actually. So one hit and one miss. Okay. Uh, And plus some charisma. That is um, a seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it looks cool. Like okay. it lights up on the inside. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like I I like to imagine the 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 eldritch energy just kind of goes like yeah. and then hits it and kind of comes back out again. Yeah. Kind of like Roman candle. Yeah. <laughs> people deliver you a cocktail and for some reason it's full of smoke. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I did 108 points of damage. Putin said seven. Hey. <laughs> hey. So every little helps. Uh, Hammerdell, what's Hammerdell going to do? <laughs> what is Hammerdell going to do? Pull out another specialised cane. <laughs> Ooh. What's he got? Sword cane. It's like sword the cane. Sword cane. Yes, it's a venturing cane. He's got a sword occasion. cane. Ha ha! He's going to try and hit it. Uh, oh, he he misses. He's, oh, well, you tried. He's wearing the wrong glasses for this. Yeah. Like, His death perception's all <gasps> And it's like 15 foot away. <laughs> uh, panniers. Um, okay, well, he rolled a four, which is good news because he like hops halfway across the room and then does like another like tries to get me again. Luigi flying Fly. headbutt <laughs> uh, at Corazon and just crow hits the deck. Uh, Corazon, is. it's you again. <laughs> ah, sorry, my boy. I just mm. I figured. Uh, well, no, I don't know what I figured. <laughs> uh, thought about killing you there. Yeah, I could I tell. If you noticed. Yeah, no, I did notice. Yeah, yeah. Mm. well, just. You know, keep an eye on that. That was a good job tying my hands up. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, good flying headbutt, though. No, good energy. No, Some, a lot of intent behind it. I like that. Um, it, this thing, is it being held up by anything or is it just standing nope. on its legs? It's standing on it's being held up by some sword legs. Mm-hmm. Grease. <laughs> Underneath it. I want it over. I want it disadvantaged. Yeah. Uh, tremendous. What is It's a saving throw, isn't it? Yep. Um, creature must pass a deck save or fall prone. I'm going to say that your spell save DC is higher than six. Uh, yes, it is. So I rolled a three, and with the dex of plus three, uh, it like it does some comedic like, <laughs> which is incredibly dangerous. Yeah, and it's just like flailing about with Whoa, swords, but okay. then it kind of goes like, crump, boink, and sort of sits down. It's yeah. like, boink. All right. 
Cool. It's prone now. I don't need to hide or anything because I'm invisible. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So we've just basically seen this thing go for no reason. Yeah. Well, we we've seen a load of grease, grease appear out, out of nowhere. Yeah. Fire out of, uh, okay. yeah. out of midair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um, oh, it's not. It's not terrible. It's not great either. Basically, uh, nine. Okay, so basically it kind of sits down and it sort of like does this weird little shrug with its sword arms being like, what? <laughs> um, but it, what it does is kind of go like and it focuses uh, there's like a small aperture on its side which kind of like scans across all of it and then lands on Hammerdale no! <laughs> I rolls to see who he tar- who it would target um, and basically it um, this is a spear launcher <gasps> and it just goes like and sends a spear out which catches Hammerdale <gasps> Uh, like oh. in the hip, it sends him like spinning, and he goes down. Oh, no. um, he takes nine points of damage, and oh. he's not as prone. Which is, is it a real hip or an artificial hip? Mm. Oh, at this point. <laughs> oh wait, hang on a minute. This third one. Da, 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 da. Wait, had a disadvantage on the attack roll because it's prone. Mm. That's an eighteen. <laughs> Still does it. Yeah. And just uh, absolutely nails Hammerdale with a spear. Ouch. Sweet Hammerdale. Sweet Hammerdale. No. Before, like, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Egbert, you're up. Hello. Hello. Um, I would like to take out my crowbar from my pack oh. and jam it into the bit. Presumably, because it's fallen sort of forward, is the, the, the hatch is relatively accessible, right? Yep. I'd like to take the curvy end of the crowbar and just pull bits of, like, pull as many bits of, like, machinery out using the crowbar as possible. Like I'm, you know, like... Hmm. Shucking something, basically. Uh, cool, yeah. Uh, that would be a strength yeah. check, I reckon. Sounds about right. And that is a 23. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, nice. How do we resolve this? <laughs> it's a question you always have to ask. When Roll me a d10, and that is a percentage of how much it stopped work so good. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, okay, D10, right? That's a D10. Eight. Oh, so it's 80% not working now. (gasps) Right, great. Um, And then I'd like to use my additional attack to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I walked into that one. Yeah, Uh, yeah, go on then. So 160% not working. (laughs) That is a 17. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, with the lowered AC, that's fine. And four. So is it now 120% not working? 40% of the remaining. Of the remaining function. 20. Yeah. I wish I'd thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) Which Um, is another five. So it's now 15% Only 15% working. Which I think at this point just basically means it can waggle one arm (laughs) and make a soft keening noise. (laughs) Wah, wah. It's quite an annoying noise if it makes you feel any better, because, uh, Dob, you're up. Well, that's sad. Can I, can I walk up to that arm and just basically catch it on the upswing and just go, shush, 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 and just force it back down into that? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, it feels like strength to me. Um, <laughs> With that tender touch, are you sure? Yeah. Well, I mean, it takes a lot of strength. The most strength to do something <laughs> so horrible. Like so, yeah, heartless. Be strong, be strong, dog. It's for the best. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, the thing is, strength isn't really Dobbs' whole deal, but I can't really think of another thing that it could be, right? It's got to be strength, uh, strength athletics, right? I think so. Okay, it's fine. What is it? It's a one, Johnny. No! Oh, no. <laughs> You'd set the sword as yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're All not. Right. Not I'm being waved slowly <laughs> down on the end of the. To us, it just seems like you're trying to make it feel better by allowing it. <laughs> you got yeah. one, buddy. Yeah. You're doing it. You're doing it. You oh, defeat Lord. the Oxventurers. Oh. <laughs> Who's next? I think they're all pretty scared. Roll me 2d6, please. Uh, well, that's one, four, five. Um, five. Okay, and then add five. Sorry. Ten. Okay, you take 10 points of uh, piercing damage. Surprisingly little. <laughs> well, I'd accidentally closed the tab organs. and I had to reopen it, so I gave you the damage for the spear launcher rather than the arm blade, which is 3d8 plus 5. Oh. <laughs> so, well. you got lucky. Also, I think it's fair to say you wouldn't keep going. Is it Not fair to say that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered who I'm talking to. <laughs> Once oh, no. It's... oh no, Johnny! Oh, no. <laughs> you have to let them finish. I'm mixing around a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, once it's it's not once it's cleanly through, I'm not going to keep walking onto the. Yeah, yeah. That one. He's got clean. the right. He's, he's done it. So that he's ended up in the right. He's, he's stabbed the right bit. <laughs> What's the right bit to stab? Yeah, is there a right bit to stab? <laughs> anyway, who's next in the initiative? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Meryl then. Yeah! You kind of look around, you got Panniers, he's like cannoned himself onto the floor. Hamadal, who kind of went, what? And then took a spear in the hip. Dob has impaled himself on this thing. And the other three in fairness had pretty good turns. Yeah. yeah. A real mixed bag. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. Which side are you going to land on, Meryl when? <laughs> Team stabs themselves. <laughs> well, the other one, the good guy. Um, a coin. It's fun. Meryl went any time. Well, I was going to do something, but you're sort of attached to it now. So, <laughs> like, yeah, this options. is your fault, though. <laughs> and slightly. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, remember the giant beetle? Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a Meryl Alright. <laughs> okay, well what I would like to do is I would like to run up, climb up then, and I'd like to get my bow, my magic bow, and just go teleport into him. No, teleport! Okay, yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Like a cool fit. Can I do this with advantage if I'm like doing it directly above? And it's prone or yeah. If I like, yeah, maybe a little dex acrobatics check to get on top of the thing and don't whiff it. Yeah. Also, I really appreciate that. Twenty. You... Yeah. <laughs> you do one of those like jumpy cartwheels where people yeah. don't use their arms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sick. Because you've got a bow in your hands. Yeah. You've got a cartwheel with a bow in your hands. You, you can fire it at the apex of the cartwheel. <gasps> yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. All right. So is this roll to attack then? 
Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so that's 22. Okay, it's in. Um, and then I damage, that, damage. A four and a six, so ten, ten. in total. Okay, I'm g- I'm going to take us out of combat initiative here because I think this thing is donked up enough that you could just reasonably leave the room and mm. not worry about it pursuing you. I can't. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you could eventually reasonably leave the room. So it's going to have to catch me on the downswing and, and yeah. then just pull you off. Peel me off, yeah. The yeah. sword, yeah. Ah. <laughs> I, I, can I, because I got a 20, can I like, I go, and then I just kind of like grab Dob as I'm going off and like pull him can away. You, can you, or, can you, not, can you in, the middle of a, in the middle of a side flip? Yeah, I think you pull him away. Not without, without potential catastrophic <laughs> damage. <laughs> can you slide? I think this is a, it, I, I like, I totally get it and rule of call, normally I would, but yeah. that feels like Yanking him off the thing, you know, like True. how when people like when people are having kebabs, yeah, yeah, like, mm. it, yeah. fair, fair. Sorry, I didn't mean to shoot that down. No pun intended, but yeah, I worry. Like to pull dog off. Yes, please, <laughs> Can we off. say that again? No, <laughs> I said what I said. Oh, no, no. The sword. Wow, what a relief. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to pull them off. The sword. Please. Yes, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hammerdahl gets up for what that's worth. He kind of walks over like, First time in a while. Hello, everyone. Stop. <laughs> He's still got a spear sticking out of his head. He's like, Oh, that went. Did that go well? Uh, I mean, for most of us, you seem wounded. Went fine on average. That's fine, because oh. this guy is great at healing. Yeah, can we get that, that mm-hmm. spear out of your hip? Can we? Yes. Seems to be lodged in there. Yeah, all right. I'll um, <laughs> I'll do the old lay on hands then. It's Jeez. always such a <laughs> <the> grudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll do it. Yeah, class stuff, is it? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, I'll heal him up. You? How many points is he? I'm like seven, right? Or whatever. <laughs> Are we seven or eight? Eight. 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 It's been a while. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> I just uh, demoted himself. So, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. how much are you healing? <laughs> how many points has he got? Nine. He's, he's nine. Here. Oh, that's easy. I can do that. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Take off my tab. Okay. All right. Yeah, you sort of. Is it like a lay on hands thing? Yeah. You it's go. Literally you, called lay on hands. You go boop, and the, the spear goes like ping. <laughs> nice. Pings out of hammer. I goes oh, oh, thank you. I feel better than ever. Cool. Well done, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyone else want some while I'm at it? No, not if it means going back to the book. <laughs> I've, I've cast cure wounds on myself. I'm all feeling better. Great. Okie dokie. I'm overcharged. Um, Does it leave a scar when you cast cure wounds? Every time. <laughs> so you got a tummy scar now. Just mentally. Tummy scar. It could be that, tum- yeah. That whole area. Tummy scar. Right? Yeah, 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 somewhere in the region. Front and back. Okay. Yeah. You move. Uh, do you do you leave the room? Yes, please. Okay, please. Because all of all of the the assembly robots are kind of like you like they're not making any noise or anything, but you can tell they're kind of like consulting with each other about what to do. Like one of them is kind of just like tonk 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 tonk, like investigating that one. Another one starts drawing out a new bit of chassis to build another, and the others are like. While that was just like, it's it's a it's a sad tableau. Um, yeah. 
But, uh, oh, there's nothing on the next room, uh, which seems to be completely empty. Cool. What a relief. Wait, wait, wait. Corazon, what's in this one? Uh, I don't remember. I seem to have blacked this one out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've repressed this one. Quite hard. Or forgotten it because it was so uneventful. It was a boring room. Mm. Boring. Yeah, maybe, boring that, maybe that was it. I think at the, this late stage in the curse hall journey, we'd remember a boring room. Everyone <laughs> was, was crying and bleeding and, yeah. and, and shivering and puking. And wait, wait, wait. What's crying? Corazon, do you remember what's past this room? I think. And do you remember when you were in that room having any particular, like, wounds or props? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a giant spear through my head at that point, of course. Of course. Um, so this room, which has nothing in it, was so traumatizing that no one can remember what happened. I, re- I remember after this room, I think we made we made camp after this room. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And we had a yeah. big cry. Everyone was just, oh, boo, hoo, hoo. Oh, boy. Oh, is What's this going to be, like, some, like, repressed memories? thing where it shows you your darkest secret or something. Seaweed Steve ran off, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, he ran off screaming. Yeah, that's right. And that's not like Seaweed Steve. Was he afraid of big empty rooms? Uh, Hmm. No. He just seemed to be, he just mainly loved seaweed. That was his... There wasn't enough seaweed in this room. (laughs) He was screaming about how the seaweed was like choking him or something. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not scared of seaweed, so... Yeah. I have no strong feelings about seaweed. Yeah. Seaweed can't choke you. Yeah. It's not real. <laughs> Shall we? Shall I we mean, tentatively. Yeah. Yes. I'd like to kind of like peer out and see what I can see. You're crossing the threshold. It's like imagine there's a doorway, mm. and there is definitely a line between in room and not in room. Okay. I really like right. Do you someone... want to cross the threshold? Yeah. <laughs> right. Put just the tip of your finger. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. 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 Like if, if someone, if someone could hold my wrist or something, and I'll just like dip my head in and do a, I'll, I'll be the experiment. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, All right. So if someone yeah. holds onto my wrist, you do it, Egbert. You're strongest. All right. All right. So I'll give, I'll give Egbert. We do like the proper like link arms. Yeah. Like and that. how much of you is going past the threshold? Go face first. Just yeah. yeah. Like just I need face. to be able to see. Like just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like, the least essential part. <laughs> the face. Yep. Just like a here's Johnny. Okay. Yeah. You can live with only one of your faces. Here's Melvin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items, and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Oh god, it's awful! Like the the second you you stick your face in there, it's kind of like the room suddenly goes like, and is like it cast in in darkness. Mm. Uh, kind of almost like it, uh, all the lights has been like polarized. Um, but it's really what's going on inside your noggin that's really unfortunate because it is every doubt you've ever had about yourself. It is every mean thing anyone has ever said to you. It is every 
at every uh, unkind word, every wound, every every fear that you have, and they're all kind of going on at once, being like, shame on your family, didn't take the naming ceremony. So why couldn't you save Simon Merrill? It's like, it's a lot. It's, it's all of everything. Um, <laughs> Stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so like... Yeah, like that. I remember, yeah. It's the room of eternal sadness. Hold on one sec. Oh, God! The room of perpetual misery. Yeah, that's right. Oh, ooh. Oh, maybe pull the elf out. Hmm. Pull the elf out. Okay, Marilyn's mind is broken. Yeah, don't worry. No physical harm can befall you in this room. Oh. Unless you cause it. I'm watching you. I'm not points with this chin sure um, but uh, it, no it is just a it's a terrible room to cross because it's horrible Meryl oh. and the, the horrible experiences that you suffered were they mostly uh, auditory or did you see horrible things or were you mostly hearing them for example could we get around this by like stopping our ears up before we walk in I cast calm emotions <laughs> um, I'm not sure Johnny what, what did I see like was it was it visual or was it just it's, all? No, it's all just. Just it's all just up in there. Was it, okay, I so it wasn't sounds. It was like in the head. It was like voice voices telling me all the bad things. Okay, how, and reminding me. How long of does calm emotions last? Well, I'm used to this room, but Dob isn't. We mustn't let Dob go in this room. <laughs> 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 Merwin, stick your head back in. Now you've got calm emotions on you. Okay, link it. I dip Merwin back in through the room. <laughs> Let's see. Let me just read calm emotions. I've got it here, I think, if you remember. Ah, uh, you can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. When this spell ends, any suppressed effect resumes, provided that its duration has not expired in the meantime. Alternatively, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile toward. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this, yeah, this totally works. Like huh. it. Yeah. Huh. Oh. What, uh, how far is the room and how long is the duration? Last a minute, doesn't it? Last yep. a minute. Up to a minute. Range is. Uh, 64 or 20 Each human, so if you cast it, everyone's got it. If you yeah. cast it on me, anyone if everyone a just stays together. radius. Yeah, it's yeah. like opening a golf umbrella. This yeah. is important. Does that include me? Uh, does it work on me and can I choose to fail it? Each each humanoid. So each humanoid, yeah. so yes. So, Send so it on I, a point, you choose, yeah. Because I was thinking, yeah, because otherwise horrible sounds and fears yep. would mm. break Dob's concentration. But that's not going to be a problem. Yep. All right, let's calmly yeah. walk through. Yeah, well, okay. it's better than what we did last time, which was to crawl on our hands and knees across the room, sobbing and choking each other unconscious. We could do that anyway. Sobbing <laughs> and screaming <laughs> yeah, and still. puking and yeah. sobbing. Okay. We really needed a better balanced crew. Yeah, yeah, we were all just regular sailors. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we had... Uh, leather armor tavern tabernacle Theodore. Theodore Theodore that's right yeah. now you see my problem yeah, there's so many of them. I mean that was our tank sure and yeah. uh, we had plenty of damage dealers but mm-hmm. um, are we saying this as we walk across because we only got a minute oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. yeah yes, okay. sorry it's just nice yeah. to be in this room and not being confronted with all of my mortal fears yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> or it's like Maybe all the more, maybe all that stuff is still happening, but like we just, you can, we just don't mind. Yeah, you can hear kind of at the edge of your hearing. You can hear like, but it doesn't really uh, matter to you. It doesn't really penetrate. Uh, Prudence, I'm imagining with you, it's all like la la la. What have it been? Oh, I'm glad I'm not feeling any of this. I think yep, to just wearing giant hater blockers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Straight through. Um, yeah, you sail straight through the the horrible room of, of horrible 
uh, of horrible incident. Good. Yeah. good. All right. Thanks, Dub. Yeah, that was good. Well, well, we nearly felt effect, something there. Yeah, mm-hmm. come through calm emotions. Yeah. yeah. To confront our yeah. I'm glad we didn't have to grow emotionally as people yeah. through that room. Or confront any of them. Oh, there's time for that yet. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, no. um, because you now, uh, you are in a small antechamber. Um, there is something about this antechamber that feels like a little haven of calm before some sort of big confrontation. Dob. Kitchen island. <laughs> well, you've actually got some... There's already a little bit of decor here because on, on the ground, kind of all Abo the packs. Health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just loads of arrows. Um, it's a quite damaged wound. <laughs> um, there is the remains of a camp. Um, oh. Uh, so there are like a few... Uh, you know, there's like um, some long dead ashes of a fire. Um, you have got um, like a, a bunch of like pretty bog standard bedrolls. Um, one, it's very moth eaten, but one silken, very fine monogrammed bedroll. Mm. Um, with just P M <laughs> yeah. uh, on, on the on the the pillow. Uh, next to that, there is a pocket watch that's open. Uh, long since run down, but that's sort of there on, on the ground. And um, Corazon, your father's pocket watch. You found it at last, <laughs> thus concluding the quest. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> we can go back back to the ship. Yeah. <laughs> now I uh, reach down into the bedroll. I pull out a. Um, it's a very like ornate, jeweled eye patch that says pirate on it, and I sort of regard it with a sort of mixed emotions just of the person that I used to be. I sort of turn it over in my hands and I just sort of shake my head and throw it back onto the bedroll. So people want to rest up? Yeah. Yeah. I feel all right. Yeah. I, I think I might I might take this opportunity to like swap out some spells and try and like get use my druidic kind of like chill time to yeah like I could just... go for an eight hour nap mm. yeah oh I think we can all have a long rest oh, yeah. 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 Okay. do some swapping out yeah everyone everyone take five to eight hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> this appears to be Le- uh, what do we call him leather Leather, leather, leather daddy. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Daddy. This appears to be his bedroom. Uh, that, that was his name. Yes, <laughs> an entirely leather bedspread. <laughs> leather mattress. Yeah. All right. I take a nap in the leather bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be so sticky, like falling asleep on a leather couch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are there any special preparations anyone wants to make? I know, obviously, marijuana is mm-hmm. is prepping some spells, but is anyone doing anything? Whether stretches, stretches, got it. Yeah. Ooh. What's Panya's doing? Let's see. Okay, he Panya's for about two hours. Uh, tries to gnaw through the ropes on his hands, which are, of course, behind his back. So right. functionally, he's kind of just... <laughs> slowly rotating on the ground, trying to chew through them. He eventually tires, and he's like, Corazon, mm-hmm. Corazon, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm starting to struggle with the creature's influence. 
I had noticed yet the two hours of biting the air. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, what, that's what Egbert's stretches look like as well. <laughs> is that why I'm so dusty? Yeah. Why is the dragon man so dusty? Mm. He's just, that's just how he is. That's just how he is. All right. Just generally. Well, listen, I, I'm going to try and hold back its influence as much as I can, but mm. uh, I just want to say if, if anything goes south in there and it's because of me, I'm sorry. Yes. I know you're trying to do the right thing. Mm. If I do have to run you through, I apologize. Uh, no, no, you that. do what you have to do. I mean, I've written my death letter, um, left it on the whale. Oh, good. <laughs> instructions for the whale, to how to cough it up, and then a book on how to read, oh. should, uh, should I not return. So, uh, all mine squared away. A book on how to read, the book on how to read. <laughs> That's right, well. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And we do the, uh, the crew handshake and just grasp the forearm and... Yeah. Are you doing the crew handshake? I'm trying to. I'm trying to, Panny. No, I appreciate it. I just wasn't sure if you were picking me up. Yeah. I do as best the crew handshake as, <laughs> as I can. Okie dokie. Uh, anyone else? Any more for any more? I can't think of anything. Okie dokie. Shall we go in the curse hole? Yeah. Okay. All okay. right then. Um, so the, the sort of the rest is over. Everyone kind of is sort of stood there. Um, Corazon, you're kind of, I think, you know, like in front of the group, and you're contemplating returning into the uh, the room that, for better or worse, made you uh, what mm-hmm. you are. Yep. Certainly contemplating it. All right. Should we do this then? Yeah. Yep. Let's do it. Let's go curse a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go in. Okie dokie. Um, you enter the room. It is... Um, quite beautiful um, if you just imagine sort of a big cave um, with sort of like a pool of water um, that's, that's all quite clear and the pool of water is absolutely full of bioluminescent plant life um, which is kind of casting uh, a sort of blue pinkish haze on the ceiling um, and then sort of you've got this sort of little lagoon thing ahead of you and then ahead of that across the water is an absolutely enormous mound of treasure um, you are familiar with these coins. You have seen uh, them being handled by Corazon enough that you had absolutely no idea that there were this many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Basically, no wonder the crew tried to come here. No wonder people have journeyed to this place to try and take the treasure for, for so long uh, and have sacrificed, oh, so many lives mm-hmm. of various crew members, all of whom we remember fondly and with great accuracy. <laughs> um, and then sort of behind that, you've got a weird sort of coral construction. It's kind of like, if you imagine sort of a big, almost like a potato shape, but with lots of different holes in it. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of just like a weird coral-like mm. thing mm-hmm. there. And all is quiet for now. How does this work, Corazon? You give the coins back and... Yeah, and then... Last nicely? I mean, it doesn't seem like the sort of thing that would uh, take such an easy resolution, but, I mean, that's that's kind of the long and short of it, I think. So let me remove this. Do you have all the coins? There's a, I only got away with a few, but okay. that was apparently enough to... So I take the one from around my neck. I've got a few more in a bag as well. But you've got all the coins that need to be returned. I've got returned. all the coins that I took. Okay. Yeah. I assume that was all of them because I was the only one who made it out. So, hmm. uh, so I place the coin in the bag with the rest of them and then I toss it across the room into the pile. Okay. Um, 
the second you do this, uh, there is a stirring from inside of the coral thing. Um, Marilyn, it kind of reminds you of the swirling darkness you saw before, where, like, basically what you took to be a void inside this this coral thing actually kind of turns. Um, and as it kind of roils inside itself, it's almost, it takes on, like, a pearlescent sheen. Uh, and you all gain the keen sense that something is watching you. Um, and you see, like, an odd limb kind of, like, experimentally kind of, like, bubble its way out of one of the holes almost like it's testing the boundaries of this uh, this container. And uh, you just hear a voice go, Karazhan. Yes, I have returned. I never thought I'd see the day. Just bringing back the coins that I took and returning them. Very kind of you. So there'll be no need to continue to torment the crew. What has formed this change of heart in you, Karazhan? It was... The right thing to do. <laughs> What's so funny? Was it the right thing to do when you fled? When you left them to a fate worse than death, Corazon? No. No, it was that was the wrong thing to do, and I realise that now. I was young and I was scared. But I've grown since then, and I have to do the right thing. I've returned the coins. They're back where they belong. There's no need to continue tormenting these people anymore. That's very bold of you, Corazon. You've grown more than I thought you would. I mean, I thought they'd kill you, frankly. I, they tried. Yes. They tried quite hard. You must have grown to have survived all of that. Well, very well. I'll release the crew. Um, and, like, you see... Kind of like, uh, Pania's kind of doubles over and it's like, bah! and like just this black light just kind of like beams out of his mouth and then kind of like turns to smoke and raises toward the ceiling. Um, he goes, oh, oh, I think I'm mortal. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Don't stab me. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Can we can we cut panniers loose? Is someone with him? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll um, just get my little dagger out. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Horace, um, uh, the thing kind of like quickens in its movements. It kind of goes like. <laughs> within its, like, weird coral prison mm. as well, Corazon. Seems our business here is concluded. Okay. I will be taking our leave then. Well, you might. And then there's, like, a big, like, like, rumbling beneath your feet. The water in the lagoon starts, like, dancing, like raindrops on a drum that someone's just, like, absolutely hammering. Um... And you feel, rather than necessarily see, uh, the passage behind you cave in. Um, you didn't think that I was going to let you get away guilt-free from this, Corazon, did you? Well, I sort of hoped, yeah. Oh, put, the, well. put the coins back, you know, as per the, the deal. Oh, yeah, well, that was, that was the deal with the coins. Now I'm making you another deal, Corazon. All you have to do... Well, I'll put it this way. I'll let you live. 
I think you live, that is. I just... Uh, I can't say the same for your friend. If you really value uh, the growth that you've, you've made, valued oh, how far you've come, what a great hero you've become, surely you won't mind repeating the callous act in the past that, that damned everyone you're close to. I won't curse them, mind. I'm just going to drown these ones. Um, sort of, almost like, as in like a, I'm going to do it. You notice the water level in the, the goon starts to rise and it starts to sort of like escape the, the confines of the pool and starts lapping around your feet. Uh, I look around me. Is there a way, is there a way out that I um, could use? If you kind of look, you see uh, an aperture in, in the rock just <laughs> turn into like a doorway uh, big enough for one person to fit in. <clears throat> Go, Corazon. Save your skin. Prove to yourself that you're no better than you were the last time you came in here. <laughs> or stay and die with them. Makes no bones to me. I, I run at the figure and draw my sword. Cool. Roll for initiative, please. <laughs> Just Corazon or? <laughs> oh, oh, no, I'm pretty sure everyone's involved in this one. <laughs> Uh, that's a natural one. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <Not a> shining <laughs> moment. Yeah. Eight. That's no good. Eighteen. Okay, uh, Dob, eighteen. Meryl, when? Everyone else? That's a single four. one. Oh, you've got a one as well. Mm. Oh, four. <laughs> Which I thought was bad at the time, and then yeah. you saw how suckily you got eight of ones. Panniers is on a 10. I am going to keep Hamadal out of this fight because he, he's he, a liability. He old. He old. I think at this point it's going to be like, ah, ooh, like he's bitten off more than he can chew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's safe to say. So, yep. Was that his attack? <laughs> to biting off more than he can chew. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Who is this guy, Corazon? Uh, I, I don't know. Some sort of eldritch horror. Maybe you know him, actually. Oh, you did. No. I mean, I ran off. <laughs> um, Merowen, uh, you're up first. Mm -hmm. There is a shapeless thing inside a weird coral egg. Mm -hmm. No relation. <laughs> coral egg. <laughs> coral egg. <laughs> um, the passage behind us that has collapsed is that going to be more than five foot thick? Okay, right. So what I would like to do then um, is to control water mm -hmm. and just get the water and just surround the egg. Cool. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just be like, okay, what if we drown you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, let's see. Maybe, I, maybe I you'll dilute him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, I'm just um, Maybe reminding myself like so I know. Cordial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Okay, yeah, you've sort of surrounded it. Um, you can sort of hear it's now just kind of doing like a... <laughs> like an underwater wet laugh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a bit weird. Uh, oh, it's it's go. Um, Let's see what you got. Coral yeah. monster. C and D. Coral's on. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, 
I would like. Ooh, where is okay? So where is everyone in relation in the room? Like, where's so Corazon is like I'm sprinting at it. Like, yeah. Um, but slowly enough that everyone else overtakes you in the initiative <laughs> order. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're doing it in slow motion. Exactly. Heroically. Like, <laughs> and we're walking past with our attacks. <laughs> What's uh, the... Uh, in that case, I would like a dexterity saving throw, please, from Egbert, Prudence, Marowen, and Dob. Oh, really? I'll do What's the... Uh, can I uh, ask for... Well, a, you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask for a recap on the uh, layout of the room? Yeah. Uh, so, like, are we in front of a lagoon and it's behind the lagoon? Yeah. So you've got you've got sort of like semicircle uh, of stone, and then you've got lagoon pool. Most of the water has actually been displaced and is surrounding the big egg thing that is at the back of the room. Mm-hmm. I rolled fourteen for the decks. Saving Eighteen. Eighteen. And that is a eleven. Eleven. Uh, 18. Okay, so... Um, no, 17, sorry. Okay, dokie. Okay. Uh, so you need a 15 to pass. So it is going to be six, eight points of piercing damage uh, if you failed, which oh, is... Ow. Yeah, and half as much uh, for you as... Oh. Basically, it kind of sends out... They're kind of like... They trail purple smoke. They're almost like the spines on an anemone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they're just kind of like... <laughs> like stick into you. Um oh. And uh, you know what? There aren't that many of them. You've all got like one lodged in you, oh. and it is kind of there, and is smoking, and is there is an an irritating feeling coming in, into your skin, like that that, that comes more f- like from more than just being darted. Yes. I guess is what I mean. Yes. Cool. Ow. Yep. Ooh. And uh, what else? It's gonna. Oh. Okie dokie. Sorry. Um, oh. Okay, so uh, from behind the, the water as well, you can kind of see it boils again, and then there is a distinct, like, like as it throws itself against this coral uh, binding, which kind of makes the water, like, like bubble out and then come back in as you, like, continue to control it. Um, it appears to be trying to break its bonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, not very successfully, I hasten to add. Because number one, if it's not already out, then it's quite hard. <laughs> and number two, I rolled really badly. <laughs> so, uh, right. Uh, oh, it's Pan- Panias' turn. Um, Panias, I think, is going to hold his action. What he's going to do is classic pirate thing. He's going to draw a dagger in that hand, dagger in his teeth, draw another one there. And he's just like, Argh! Where did he get all these daggers? You probably gave them back when you realized he wasn't cursed anymore. Sure, why not? Yeah. No, they're just littering the floor. Loads of people have died in this room. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dob. Old Dagger Dave died over here. <laughs> oh, Dagger Dave. <laughs> and more um, daggers than bones. Can I, uh, can I take a look at the thing and try and is- establish, like, how the, the water prison that Merylwen's holding it in? Mm-hmm. Is there a sense of how it's reacting to that? Does it hate it? Does it love? Does it not care? Is it like, is it a creature that doesn't like being immersed in salt water? Or is it I think it's safe that... to assume that it is amphibious because it doesn't seem to be drowning or in any sort of undue stress. Okay. Uh, but um, it's being hampered, I think it's fair to say, because it's basically got like a big cushion mm-hmm. around it, which like slows projectiles. Swirling more. And... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So you've made its, its job of putting out damage a lot harder, basically. Okay. Uh, well, I know that this isn't official, but we've always done Thunderwave like it's electric. Yeah, yes we have. Mm-hmm. So I think we know what it's got to be, right? Yeah. I'll also, be- water is an excellent conductor for sound. That's how mm-hmm. you can hear whales from so it's far so away. Long. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Not just the gorgeous men's choirs. <laughs> Whale facts. Hey. Uh, yeah, okay, it's got to be Thunderwave then, right? Yeah, I yeah, I think so. Uh, beam out Thunderwave, uh, big mode, max level, fourth level. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, and I want to, I want to jump and do it in midair. Great, because, because it seems like see, this is an oca- this is an occasion. That's a big old eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Okay, uh, I rolled twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Um, great. 27 points of damage. Um, you kind of, it's like a concussive blast. Like the water kind of like comes in and compresses on it. Um, and for the first time since looking at this egg and seeing that it was like kind of a thing, you see a glimpse of light through it because it has just been pounded so hard into the corner. It's effectively been like compressed. Before it was like filling the whole thing, and then just for the briefest of seconds, you saw some bioluminescent glow, and there is kind of like a just a, a low shriek kind of reverberates through the water. It really didn't like that at all. Like, nice. I figured that might like also damage this coral cage it seems to have put itself in for some weird reason. No. But like, how else are we supposed to damage it? So, yeah, so, um, it's all fine. Egbert. Hello. Hello. What you got, Egbert? For um, the coral egg monster. Uh, I I would like to hit it with something. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Hit it. Um, <laughs> not my mate. This kind of like really dark thing. <laughs> Is there anything? <laughs> um, I'd like to hit it, but I'd like to hit it with uh, my fist, and I'm going to. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast ensnaring strike as well, oh. which is a spell for some, for some time. Um, and essentially, what it means is, uh, next time you hit a creature um, before the spell ends, a writhing mass of thorny vines appears at the point of impact, and the target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the magical vines until the spell ends. Mm. So uh, the idea I'm I'm imagining like if I can just like reach into the coral like one of the holes and just like s- s- sort of punch it basically. You know, these thorns could explode out and kind of become intertwined with all the kind of holes and things and kind yeah, of yeah, keep yeah, it yeah. contained in that area. So cool. I'll have one of those, please. Badass. What's the saving throw against, or is this? Uh, it's a strength saving throw. Um, I'm, I'm. Hand on my heart, I just rolled a 20. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, that's fine. That's <laughs> Fine, then I sure. guess I punch it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be leaving now. Make, uh, make punch attack, please. All right. Fine. Make good the punch go. He's a paladin and he's pure of heart. Does yeah. that help us? Yeah. We certainly have no fist. greed or avarice. True. Um, but that's right. I rolled a 23. <laughs> oh, you've seen you really punched. <laughs> yeah. What's the damage on the big punch? My strength modifier is four. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus plus one. one is five. Okay, so five damage. But like. You kind of, you reach in and you kind of like biff it and it recoils as if it's like a society <laughs> member that's been struck. Like, <gasps> like this thing is is 
outraged. Good. Like, legitimately outraged. Um, right, Prudence and Corazon, you both rolled a one. Mm. Who's up? Mm. Corazon, I yeah. feel like you're poised. To, you've been poised to strike it for poised. some time. <laughs> Waiting for Egbert's second attack, seeing it isn't coming. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> then, uh, I, at, I attack it with my rapier. Great. Years of, <laughs> years of built up fear and anger. <laughs> yeah. Channeled into a, a rapier strike. And uh, you and Egbert are certainly within five foot of one another and the creature, mm. so that would definitely give you advantage and sneak attack damage. Huh. Uh, it's a 20. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, right, roll me your uh, rapier damage, sneak attack damage, and then double it, please. Okay. That's uh, 50. 50. <laughs> um. This thing, like, you see the blade go in and, like, the, the flesh around it kind of ruptures and then kind of, like, puckers up and sort of grabs the blade. Um, almost like flower petals kind of come mm. up. But it's kind of just like... Like, it's it's really, really suffering. Yeah. Like, um, it's... Yeah, it's, it, like, it, you, you feel through the blade this thing quivers. Mm. Like, it is afraid. <laughs> Ah, I say. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, that I'm was. Not, I'm not going to retreat. I'm not going to hide. Just going to stay here. Absolutely outstanding. Oh, mm. Prudence, what do? This thing is weird and gross. And mm. I feel like under other circumstances, we might have been friends. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to um, cast banishment on it. Cool. All right. Do you want to know about banishment? It's a charisma saving throw. Okay. And uh, I attempt to banish it to another demiplane of mm -hmm. existence. Or if it's from another plane originally, it will be banished to its original plane of reality. For a minute. For a minute. Oh, okay. So it so only goes for a minute. It only goes for a minute if I, if I stay concentrating. Okay. I believe it's a concentration spell. So try my hardest to banish the coral egg. Uh, what's the spell save DC, please? It came. Uh, my spell save DC, of course, of course, is, of course, obviously I know, is 16. Uh, well, uh, an 8 isn't going to cut it, so... Yes! <laughs> All right, there's a like a popping sound as the vacuum suddenly fills where the coral egg was mm. a moment ago, and I'm like, grab some of that treasure, we've got one minute. We're <laughs> <laughs> not taking the treasure, Prudence. Yes, That's we what are, that this. Uh, we the... argue for one minute okay. about I... the treasure. Well, if Hamadol wants to take some, I'm gonna set a timer. <laughs> if Hamadol wants to take some treasure of his giraffes, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not touching this stuff. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hamadol, okay. fill your boots and pockets, and we still don't have an exit. Well, look, I don't want to uh, be a, a, a Denny's downer about Hurry, this. Hurry, Hamadol. But, well, I think I've changed my mind. <laughs> okay. The curse seems sort of horrible. Yes. I don't think I want to do that to the creatures, and well, perhaps. Maybe I'm focusing on the wrong thing. Maybe I should be focusing on the, the, the living creatures that are in danger of going extinct rather than yeah. the, the things that were extinct that I want to bring back. Going in back short, to... okay. I've decided not to endorse my park. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, 28 seconds. I just, um, I take a single coin in that case. Prudence. Oh, prudence. No. I love it. No. Um, Do and it. I swallow it. <laughs> And there's a door over there, and we've got 
Only Ten. one person can get through that door. At a time, right? That's Ten. not how doors work. Do you Nine. know how doors work? Eight. It's going to shut, be, it's gonna shut behind you. I know how this oh, thing five, works. Oh, okay. Four, well, in that case, I'm out of ideas, I say. Two, and. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a jaunty tune as it returns to the You went to the jaunty dimension. Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Hamadal doesn't want to do the thing that we came all this way for, so... Prudence has a coin. Prudence is now <laughs> going to get cursed, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but you're still, you're still breaking the curse, Corazon. It's fine. I'm going to break the curse on her now. I'm horribly mortal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, panniers. Uh, all right, well, let's continue killing this. I'm going to... I want this thing dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Otherwise, Prudence is going to get cursed. Where was it... Ba- can, we, can we know where it was banished to? Do we have a sense of where, from what What does it smell like? It's wearing it's a party hat. Yeah. <laughs> what does it smell like? What does it smell like? Uh, just iron. Like, oh, you know, oh. like, not mm-hmm. just like... Metal blood dimension. dimension. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I've been handling pennies, but like, right. just blood. Just so, blood. Not the party mm. dimension, then. <laughs> cool. We've got a party. Mm. All right. Okay. It's back, everyone. Cool. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice word. It's quite big and thrashing. Oh. Yeah. Looks mad. Um, like it's been to the blood dimension. <laughs> See, I thought the door was blood. just a narrow door, and I was like, that's how doors work. One person goes through them at a time. You know when I went, if I it's went like through that, it was going to slam it shut behind oh, me, so okay. you'd all die in here. Oh, Meryl one. It's your go. <sighs> okay, so Corazon's right there. I'm controlling water kind of like around it. Um, is, that still, well, is that still happening now that you, now that it's popped out and come back in? I've just been concentrating on the water. Did it pop back in in the exact in the middle of the water again? Yep. Uh, okay. It can't if it can't. Um, oh. uh, 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 if the spell ends before one minute has passed, the target reappears in the space it left, or in the or sorry, or in the nearest unoccupied space if that space is occupied. Yeah. So did you flood the thing? I well, no. If I'm controlling it and I know prudence, then I'll try and like keep an area. Okay, free. sure. I think that's fine. Um, I get uh, the only difference is it would reappear like slightly to the side of yeah. where the water is. So I want to kind of like keep difference. it in there. Did we disappear <laughs> it and its coral egg? No. No. Oh, just so, it. Just oh. it. Oh, that's interesting. I think. The, Which is why the water question is quite important. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we've got like an orb of is water. Is the idea to pop to pop it back in still inside the coral or are we getting, I think, are we getting I, it out of there? I would think, it count as being occupied if there's water and coral there? Well, the yeah. space is the space is the interior of the coral, anyway. So the coral's really not a thing. I think it could dis- displace the water. I think even if it was full of water, it would. Yeah. Yeah. I think it can come back in inside the coral. That's yeah. that's that's my take on it. Okay. Otherwise, I, I kept it like hollow, like an egg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's returned to because exactly where it came Because we all know each other's spells and abilities that well. We silently were like, I know gel. exactly how. Yeah. 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 Um. Because we all did our homework. That's what we did. <laughs> okay, so what do you... Okay, well, I would like to stop the water then. Let it kind of just gra- gradually wash away. And rather than just go... And it will be like... Okay. I'd just like to gradually let it flow mm-hmm. out. Um, and I would like to cast... The thing is, it's I've got, I've got to be careful gonna have to push you <sighs> it's, it's just because when people are right next to it I don't want to send it, it it'll be fine um all right I would close. like <laughs> I would like to cast I'd like to cast um 
moonbeam, but slightly behind it so that I don't catch Corazon in it. Cool. Yeah, that's fine. It's only like a five foot thing, it's isn't fi- it? It's, yeah, it's a five We're looking foot at radius. like a whole big yeah. coral so thing. It kind of big like, egg. Yeah, big egg. Oh, it's a big, big egg. Okay. Big egg. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I was I'm picturing this thing like is this, like... No, this but... thing is like... Okay, I hit the big egg with Moonbeam, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Big egg. Big egg. Uh, Great. 2d10 raining damage on a failed save. Constitution saving throw. Saving throw. But I I would like to shoot this out of the third level. (laughs) 3d10. Okay, yeah. Well, it's it's absolutely whiffed that save. Right. I got all of a six. Could this also be our exit? Does it actually, like, come from... The moon. Is this blasting a big like? It's it's a column that has a, a height. Oh, okay. But it's like forty foot or something. Yeah, forty foot high. Oh, okay. So it depends so how basically big the there'll be a forty is. foot shaft going up, but that shaft may well, not probably. reach the surface or yeah. maybe under the ocean. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let's see if we're if it's we're, let's see what well, let's see. let's see if I have to do control water again. <laughs> <laughs> control water on the oceans again. <laughs> Just make a plug. <laughs> I stone shape a plug. <laughs> All right. Roll me that damage. Four, six, whoop, seven. So 17. 17. That points. was really cool. It went along the side and then down in my dice Trick shot. Yeah. Very nice. It's real um, Tony Hawk moment. It starts like, it starts just like rotating and spinning and is really unhappy. Um, and, ah, does it, does it get more damage in the start of its turn? With Moonbeam. It stays in the beam. Right. Or starts it to, yeah, when it enters the spell area for the first time or on a turn or starts its turn there. So, first time on a turn or starts its turn there because it's starting its turn now. Yeah. But this is all the same turn. Yeah. So, yeah. it's okay. Well, um, anyway, uh, I'm going to need you all to make a DC 15 intelligence saving throw, please. An intelligence saving throw? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. a critical one, my friend. Oh, oh dear. Sixteen. Oh dear. 16. Is it going to try and to, to con us? Sixteen. Clever tricks. Sixteen. <laughs> Six. Six. Okay, so uh, Egbert and Dob, uh, you know it, you love it. It's a mind blast. Oh, <gasps> oh yeah. Oh. This is the worst. I had my mind flayed that one. Time. Oh. It's actually not that bad. Sixteen psychic damage and oh. stunned for a minute. Um, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns to end the effect. Right. And be able to move wow. again. But your mind's all been blasted. Oh, oh no. Um, my it. mind. <laughs> so you take you take that every time until... No, it's, it's done the blast, but you're stunned for a minute, which is <gasps> ten rounds. Oh, wow. Um, unless Dang. you pass that, that saving throw. Oh, nice. um, it's... So it's it's kind of getting sloppy now. It kind of sends out this mind blast, and before waiting to see who even is caught mm. up in it, it sends out like it's not so much a tentacle as just like a, a massive goo that's kind of like grabbing at fingers, and it's going to try and grab you, Corazon. Um, so I would like either uh, strength athletics or dex acrobatics check, please, in order to get out. This is opposed. Uh, it's an eleven or a seventeen. It has grappled you. And starts to pull you in, and uh, it's just like, "Oh, Corazon, you're not getting out of here alive!" <laughs> Swinging ineffectually at it. God, that'd be an awful place to end the episode, wouldn't it? I sure would. <laughs> Shall we? Catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> oh. Whoa, what's going to happen there? Corazon will die, maybe. He's been grappled. If I know anything about D&D, it's once you're grappled, that's it. How is Corazon at grappling? Oh, terrible. He's got terrible physical strength. Oh, no. He's yeah. going to get snapped in half. Noodly armed pirate. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, come back next week for the final episode of the season, which is called, Andy, I'm sure you know. Uh, Star, Star Wars. Wars. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the exciting finale. Quite a cliffhanger there. Yeah. It's a... It's a tough this is a tough boss battle with you know emotional personal stakes the best kind of tough boss battle yeah it was quite it was a this was uh, a very fulfilling episode for me to get to sort of um play out corazon's uh, poor decisions from the past again but sort of you know changing the outcome this time i thought that was a very nice um mm. nice little character arc for that terrible pirate that everyone loves to hate i like the idea of being offered the same choice yeah in such a way where you could actually just repeat the mistakes yeah. of the past i did think for a split second i was like it would be extremely funny it would be funny <laughs> if i just did this again. i could tell you were resisting with every <laughs> comedy fiber of your body doing the, the least emotionally satisfying thing yeah like, and the most like jerk ass uh, funny thing yeah oh i can i can i can leave all right nice <laughs> oh maybe we'll maybe we'll solve this next time around yeah. maybe i'll make enough character development mm. on the third on the third time, time around, around with my to not <laughs> sacrifice my friends with, yeah, yeah maybe the third lot will be worth saving <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah well i'm glad you didn't yeah this, yeah yeah it's uh, nice because, yeah, then we'd have to do it all over again. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, all new characters except Corazon. I like Johnny's voice. Johnny's voice for the coral monster. Oh, uh, yeah, spooky. The interdimensional coral monster is very, very spooky, very yeah, intimidating. good spooky I voice. I like that very much. I think that we got off pretty lightly vis-a-vis -vis the room of psychological torment. Yeah, there are quite a few sort of nicely constructed trap rooms in here that we sort of just juked our way past in a really annoying yeah but having having dm'd a session of a tabletop game now i can see how frustrating <laughs> this must be um yeah. but yeah i think it would have been well it would have been interesting to see how everyone sort of reacted to the room of um your kind of deepest insecurities um but then yeah. but then there is a spell specifically called calm emotions for this exact purpose i don't know that calm emotions is for this exact purpose though you could be faced with something that is, you know, that would be very psychologically tormenting for you. But the calm emotion spell takes away the sort of emotional element of it. You would still be faced with that torment. You know? Yeah. It's like, hey, look at your childhood pet. Wasn't it sad when it died? And yeah. Like, I do remember that, but for some reason I'm not sad right now, you know. Yeah, that's true. You would just sort of like impassively look at the stuff like kind of creepy. Yeah kind of creepy in its own way yeah, yeah. We, did, we didn't do that so that, that was maybe a missed opportunity that was entirely on us and not johnny <laughs> yeah but um yeah it was a really cool concept i thought kudos to johnny for that it kind of reminds me a, a bit of you know the total perspective vortex from hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy mm -hmm. where it sort of shows you the entire universe and how insignificant you are and you're and just it, like a little speck yeah and it causes everyone's like brains to explode basically that would be a fun trap room Johnny, yeah total perspective the total vortex, perspective maybe? vortex do rip off some douglas adams next time yeah yeah, do yeah. We'd i mean find some jerk ass way to cheese it and then it would be very frustrating yeah for well i mean zaphod finds a way to cheese it in the book so well isn't it though just his ego is so massive that it actually can't be defeated by perspective i think if i remember correctly he's in um a sort of simulation that is built around him so that in the simulation that he's in he is the most important person in the world and so it just shows him that is that what it is i think so okay well this has been your weekly book club 
also known as the Oxventure D&D podcast, where we just crowbar in a little bit of literary stuff at the end yeah. in a half-baked kind of way. And yeah, that's there we go. That's, that's how this works. Now you've had an English literature portion of the podcast. You can basically say you've got an English literature degree now. Yeah, Andy will share his English literature degree with you. Yeah. He, he'll break off a piece of it. I'll just chunk, it, chunk it out to everyone, yeah. And now it's yours, yeah. Would you like some comments from last week's podcast? I episode? would, yeah. Good. Luke D. Joy says, such a fun episode, and I can't wait for Deadlands. Hey, that's you, Andy. Deadlands. That's all of us. We're all Deadlands. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, you're you're Mr. Deadlands, though. Mm. You're Daddy Deadlands. You're yeah. in charge. Also, Luke DeJoy says this may be of interest to Jane and Andy. There's a film coming out this year based on one chapter of Dracula called Last Voyage of the Demeter. Oh, yeah, that's the ship he comes over in and the, yeah. the captain's lashed to the wheel and he's a skeleton. And everyone else is dead. And everyone yeah, else is dead, dead and, and the captain is yeah. a skeleton. I'm yeah. up for that. I'll be interested if the captain was already a skeleton. They missed a trick not calling it Dracula Boat is what because <laughs> then you've got the brand recognition because last voyage of the demeter not brackets gonna get the reference brackets feeds dracula <laughs> yeah yeah i suppose that is a, a little high high brow isn't it they should yeah, call it, it quite they should call it vampire voyage or something yeah Dracula boat. Scribe says, finding out that Jane is a Star Trek fan and interesting literature discussion at the end. I feel so validated and spoiled. Well, there you go. See? Okay, what else? What other books are good? It was Star Trek discussion and half-baked literature discussion. So we've delivered on our editorial promise of, you know, doing a bunch of stuff. But Yeah, half-bakedly. Yeah. Hey, I thought that was good. That was good Star Trek discussion. Who was the first Borg? Uh, Write in yeah. and tell us. Lexi says, sometimes I get the chance to watch Oxventure, but I will always listen to the podcast for the before and after commentary. It's always so random, sometimes educational, and makes me smile. Thanks, Lexi. That's really sweet. Yeah, educational. We should probably qualify for some sort of grant. Yeah, we're teaching people. Yeah. What have you learned today? Uh, Game Boy cameras? Don't take a switch on a long flight because yep. you can't charge it. And also, Douglas Adams. Yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Also, you can wa- you can watch five episodes of Justified in a row, and it's not it's not too many. <laughs> That's a thing you can do. No yeah. one can stop you from watching five episodes of Justified in a row. Yeah. Well, one day, one day, Timothy Oliphant will be on the plane with you, and he'll walk past because mm. for some reason he's not in first class. He'll walk past. He'll you walk past me in back in coach. Cabin. Well, he'll probably. I have a similar hat. I have a similar hat, ah, so maybe he'll be like, "Whoa, fantasy. you're hat, wearing a similar hat." Yeah. Hat bros. And we'll come yeah, back he'll and he'll be like, past and be like, oh, you're watching Justified, are you? Yeah. Why don't you come up to first class with me and the rest of the celebrities and we'll watch it together. And we'll talk about the filming of Justified. Yeah. I'll tell you behind the scenes. Come up. I've got Wolfram Goggins up there Stop. in first. We'll, we'll oh, sit man. down and hang around. Yeah. We're on our way to a reunion yeah. thing. A reunion thing for Justified. Yeah. Yeah. This corner of the podcast is what we call um, Andy's long haul flight fantasy corner. So. <laughs> Where we talk about the dream long haul flight, which would be a 10 out of 10. Oh, man. Who would be the best person to have like the sort of opposite first class birth from you? For a... Well, isn't the point of first class is that you don't have to make eye contact or interact with anybody yeah. at all? But though, you've got like a, you've got a, a precious few seconds before they raise the little screen. <laughs> before they see that you're looking at them. Yeah, because you, you've got to have those down for takeoff and landing. So you've got oh, to... Yeah. You've they got, can't stop you. You've got looking. the entire takeoff to like convince them to talk to you for the whole flight. Ah, you got you got to make a pitch for yourself during yeah. those like. You've got to look interesting and cool. Minutes. Yeah. I was thinking along the lines of who would make the best anecdote. You know, when you yeah. get off the plane and you tell your friends and family and loved ones and that that you know get hey guess who I was I got upgraded to first class and guess who was sitting opposite yeah. me. Um, I've just watched a lot of Succession. Okay. And yeah. I would like to sit next to or opposite uh, Brian Cox. I that would that be would interesting. Be. He also seems like a very, very cool, very accomplished 
performer who would be very interesting, have a lot of good stories. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I admire him and I'm thinking about him a lot lately. So we could talk about succession before you know, he yep. stood up the divider because he doesn't really <laughs> want to talk about that stuff. I think you've got to remember that on a long haul flight, they'll probably fall asleep. So you'll be able to look at them while they're asleep and see what they look like <laughs> when they're asleep. So, And that's how I got banned from international travel. No, but I'm just saying it's like it's your one opportunity to see what a celebrity looks like asleep. Like if they've got anything weird going on. You see, I've never traveled in first class, so I don't know whether I could do that without the attendants noticing and <laughs> swatting me away. Yeah. Actually, I think yeah. probably in first you have your own little enclosed zone. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I can get up on my knees and like, you know, crane my neck over and be like, oh, look at that. You need one of those little like mirrors on a stick like SWAT teams have. <laughs> and just sort of poke that around the corner. Andy, this is why we're not allowed in first class. Yeah, that's true. We belong. I know we can't. We can't behave. <laughs> we belong in economy. All right. Well, that was this episode of Oxventure D&D podcast. Come back next week for the yeah. final episode in the Extinction season it is called star wars as well you know please do write a review for this podcast on apple podcasts or on spotify or just write if you know what brian cox looks like when he's asleep um we would value that information yeah don't be creepy though i don't want if, if brian cox listens to this podcast i don't want him to think i'm creepy well i just want to know if he's like serene or if he's sort of tortured by night terrors <laughs> that's all <laughs> okay all right but andy asked for it not me okay, okay. yeah let us know all of those things, but mostly for Andy's benefit. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you next time on the Oxventure D&D podcast. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. And that was quite abrupt. So <laughs> well, it had goodbye. a sort of, it had a, like an upwards inflection. I thought you were going to carry on talking. <laughs> Thank you so much I for listening. <laughs> that was it. how inflections work. You've got to go so down at the end. Thanks so right, much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. There you go. Perfect. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great we news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you.